Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Our sexuality is intrinsically linked to our relationship with God. It makes complete sense that the enemy, the destroyer of everything good, is so focused on, so vested in our children's sexuality. The earlier in their lives that he can manipulate them to violate their design, the more distorted they will grow as they develop. In today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will warn you that the enemy of your soul will attack you in any way he can. The devil is constantly looking to snare youth with sin. They're younger, they often may not know better. Take time to educate your children on the dangers of sexual sin and teach them to flee from it. Now let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Sexual Ethics. cultivated the earth to thrive, like when he said, have dominion over it. They, we were intended to have dominion over the external world and over the internal world, to not to, as we can see in this earth, we have polluted and abused the earth we were given, and the same with the world in here. We have polluted and abused the gifts we were given sexually and relationally, and in, in every other way. And so it's so important to recognize that the design was unbroken love, not cynicism, not that you just get over it all the time, but that it was intended to be trusting, that you were made to trust, and it is a heartbreak to God whenever the first time a child's heart breaks. And, and it's interesting because like, just like we have four Gospels that all give us different angles to what happened when Jesus walked on earth, we have two accounts on how God created this sexual intimacy. So the second place is in Genesis 2, and it just gives a different angle, where it says that the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man, and therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh, like they shall become again the one that they were. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. And that's that almost unimaginable beauty that none of us have ever fully tasted, no matter what our experiences are, that of being not ashamed, to, to not, not guarded, not, mis, what do you call it, suspicious, but to really be naked with each other and completely trusting. We've never known. And, and right there in the design, this is something that for me, I have... I have wrestled to acceptance 
that it is a man and a woman God created. And many of you know that for me, that was something I would have to wrestle with because I, I hated men. And so when I came to Jesus, I resigned myself and I accepted that it's a man and a woman. I thought the conclusion then would have to be that I just remained celibate because I was never, ever, ever going to be with a man at the time that was not even on the table. And, and I'm so grateful that nobody told me that I had to become straight to follow Jesus. Nobody, thankfully, I was not running into, I, ran, I was surrounded by good people at the time. And so instead, they just told me to follow Jesus such as I was. And, and it's not to condone what I was, but I was lost in my way. He was lost in a straight way. I was lost in a gay way. We were both equally lost until Jesus found us. And so it was in, in just following Jesus and falling in love with him that as a byproduct, when I was 25 years old and I had, I had known Jesus for a couple of years, that for the first time in my life, I, I, I woke up and fell in love with a man who was this one, the only man that I've ever loved. But it wasn't a pursuit of mine to become straight. My pursuit was to become whole, to become holy, to become like Jesus. The funny thing to me is she actually fell in love with the vision God gave her of me. Because a few years later, she informed me that I was finally beginning to become the man she fell in love with, which was true. I wasn't that guy when we, when we first got married. But listen, we can't afford to miss this particular truth. Our sexuality is intrinsically linked to our relationship with God. It makes complete sense that the enemy, the destroyer of everything good, is so focused on, so vested in our children's sexuality. The earlier in their lives that he can manipulate them to violate their design, the more distorted they will grow as they develop. I'm amazed at what's going on. I don't know if you followed it in the news at all, but the things that are being taught in, in many of the public schools these days, the Loudoun County, Virginia, there's been a major, major thing up there with, you know, because parents freaking out when they found out what the young children were being taught in, in the sex ed classes. The enemy wants our children completely confused because their confusion is his domain. If you remember, I mean, we've seen it before. Babylon means confusion. It means confusion by, by mixing. The, the enemy wants to bring things in to dilute, to change, to, to confuse. And the more he can confuse us, the more he can control us. Now, in contrast, the word Jerusalem means teaching of peace. It's the teaching that sets us free to live as God designed us. So, so what is God's teaching of peace concerning our sexuality? We've already established point number one here, it, it, biblical sexual ethics, sexual interaction between male and female. It's between male and female. That's the biblical model. But, but we, need to, we need to clarify a bit further. Leviticus 18, 22, and 23 
The Bible says you shall not lie with a male as with a woman, as with a female. And it's very clear, you know, one of the so-called Bible teachings that's out there is it's, it's actually a lie because it, it says that at this point in Scripture, the word male doesn't mean male. It, it, what it means is straight male. It means a heterosexual man shouldn't lie with, or, or that you shouldn't lie with a, with a heterosexual male as, as you would with a woman. That, that's not what it says. It just, it just says male. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It's an abomination, the Bible says. Nor shall you mate with any animal to defile yourself with it. Nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It's perversion. It's perversion. What, what does that word mean? Well, it means it, it's not what God intended. It's not his best for you. But can you see how quickly here the Bible makes a transition from homosexuality over to bestiality? It's just like the next progression, biblically. Listen, this is from BBC News, April 22nd, 2015. So six years ago. Denmark has become one of the last European countries to ban bestiality. Activists claimed the strange law was difficult to prove and was making Denmark a hotspot for animal sex tourists. Hungary, Finland, and Romania are now the only European Union countries where bestiality or zoophilia is legal. Farming Minister Dan Jurgensen introduced the bill in October, arguing the previous laws didn't offer animals enough protection. It was animal rights, not morality, that finally closed these animal brothels in Denmark. Now, this shows us just how quickly the boundaries start slipping outside the bounds of God's design. Once we've removed one ancient marker, one ancient boundary, one ancient guardrail, if you will, well, why should the other stay in place? That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. 
We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.